Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, a very pleasant good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone. It's about 9.30. Had some technical glitches. We're talking with uh, uh, Wesley Theis, and uh, we're just going to uh, reboot here and uh, kind of start from the beginning because uh, it would take more editing because with all the things we had. Anyway, uh, Wesley is originally from the Netherlands, and you can see him there. He looks like a nice, healthy fellow. He's in Hong Kong, and he's been studying Bitcoins for, uh, or cryptos for a very long time. And he, he's been looking at the, the potential regulations of what the big boys want to do, the central banks, and I don't know who else who they might be, uh, Wesley Theis, and it's, uh, it's decentralizedlegalsystem.com, um, right, Wesley? Yeah, website. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, thanks for staying up. Hong Kong. You, you. How long have you lived there? Uh, yeah, I've, I've been in Asia since 2014. Uh, I haven't just lived in Hong Kong. I've been also a lot of time in Thailand and uh, Indonesia. Really? So I do uh, travel around a bit, but I, I am part of the new uh, crowd who can work from wherever with a laptop. So uh, yeah. yeah, obviously I've been making the most of it. Now, Hong Kong is a huge city, right? I mean, it's like gargantuan city, billions of people. Yeah, no, it's it's massive. Uh, yeah, super modern. Um, yeah, a very, really modern city. You like it, though? You enjoy living there? Uh, well, I'm not currently there. Um, I'm currently in Indonesia. I see. But, uh, yeah, I agree. Every time I'm in Hong Kong, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah, it's 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 really nice, uh, pleasant life. Do you, do you think big picture Asia, the area where you've been hanging out, they're going to be the up and comers if the United States and the dollar has a hard, hard time? Big picture. Um, a bit how it will develop. Uh, I definitely think like places like Singapore have a very big. Uh, hmm future ahead because they are obviously uh, yeah, a center of market, uh, uh, yeah, market. Hong Kong obviously is on the uh, thumb of China, so it's a little bit different to see how it will uh, evolve. Yeah. Singapore but, is, uh, I hear Singapore is a quite a beautiful city, quite a nice place. Yeah, it's the same. It's a very clean, uh, yeah, modern, modern city. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really what you would imagine like for uh, the 21st century, right? Lots of skyscrapers, uh, modern architecture. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's really, uh, it's really yeah, up and common place, I guess, or really established. Uh, yeah, new, definitely uh, has a good future. Yeah. So, so what you've been studying, what you've been looking into and why your blog became so popular is you're seeing some big time regulations coming for the crypto world that not necessarily to stop it, but to control it, and tell, talk about what ways they, whoever they are, want to control this thing. Yeah, so the day in this story is the Financial Action Task Force, which is an international regulator to prevent money laundering and terrorist financing. Uh, they have been commissioned by the G20, so it's the highest level of government, uh, even above like the national uh, uh, governments, so they they made an agreement to tackle crypto, so that you can see how how serious they uh, they take this uh, this stuff. 
and uh, yeah, the F Financial Action Task Force came up with a set of regulations to uh, indeed uh, target uh, cryptocurrencies. And uh, yeah, as uh, uh, as of now, the cryptocurrencies is not just uh, about payments, but there are alternative ways of financing and all sorts of new techniques uh, being developed. So yeah, the regulators are really trying to, uh, to comprehensive. Uh, guidelines to to tackle what can and cannot be done with cryptos so would, would what you're seeing would this be of a concern to our listeners around the world who are on bitcoin or uh, ethereum and want to get in in the next couple of years should they be concerned about this as far as losing it or anything like that no, not necessarily using it, uh, losing it, but uh, the, yeah, there might be some concerns as into uh, yeah what you can and cannot do with crypto in the future. Uh, if you if you look at the broad picture, uh, yeah, they want to discourage use of crypto outside of regulated uh, institutions, and uh, which is exactly what crypto is supposed to be. So for <laughs> a lot of listeners, uh, yeah, <laughs> owning Bitcoin, uh, yeah, that might uh, obviously uh, sound scary. Um, yeah, and it is a little bit difficult how that will play out exactly. As of now, uh, Bitcoin and holding Bitcoin and even using it uh, is not illegal. It probably will not be illegal and also not anytime soon. Uh, but certain things might be, uh, yeah, become more difficult. For example, buying uh, things in the regulated uh, yeah, world. Uh, yeah. So a lot of these regulations too, I've read, I think on, on some of your stuff, is that it's going to be regulating the people who are selling it as well like uh coin what, what are they what's the the biggest one coinbase or whatever what is it coinbase is uh, yeah is we call them on ramps on so ramps. uh yeah but right now fiat like dollars are the main uh transaction uh, main currency right to transact uh, around the world so uh, yeah in order to to use your crypto to transfer them to dollars or euros and um, yeah, to do that, you need a exchange, and uh, those exchanges are all regulated and uh, already quite quite tightly. And uh, yeah, the goal of regulators seems to be that all activities should move to these kind of exchanges, so uh, that they have oversight of what goes on and where the money is uh, is used for. Right. Now, when this thing started, I guess maybe 10, 10 years ago, I can remember. Believe it or not, I can remember when it was a quarter. I can. I, I actually. Yeah. I actually bought some. We actually bought a thousand dollars worth at a quarter, and <laughs> after the Mount Gox things, transferred them somewhere to some dude in Europe, you know, and he stole them. So yeah. I don't. I didn't. Uh, I'd be a billionaire right now if I still had a thousand dollars worth at a quarter, right? But that's everybody's got their their crypto story, right? That they lost them early on, and that was that was really when it was the wild west. It's a lot safer now if you can if you can store them off off ramp or off off the internet right in terms of the network the networks itself has been stable for 10 years it's just the way that that you use them that puts you at risk now if you had if you store them in your own wallet you could have still controlled it right um and you yeah and nowadays people can also store it on coinbase or kraken which are pretty much uh, regulated as banks and they are uh, yeah they are, they are pretty safe oh you could actually store them on coinbase or kraken and and is that what they call it kraken well kraken is an is another exchange but uh, yeah a lot of people 
people buy a lot of people what uh, they buy coins and they don't, they never uh, wire them to their own wallet yeah. so a lot of people keep their money actually in in as a bank yeah. and i suspect early on there were a lot of uh, crypto maniacs uh that were thinking well this is going to be a way how to uh buy and sell things and make a profit but not pay taxes but that's that's illegal i mean even with title 26 in this country in in theory you're supposed to pay taxes in theory on title 26 on anything that you buy and sell at a profit i mean that's what they say constitutional or not right i mean that's what they say well just in general uh, tax laws are written in such a way that it doesn't matter where you sell it from if you uh, if you if you make a profit then uh, you're supposed to pay yeah, taxes. You would have to pay taxes. Just, just in general, uh, otherwise everybody would uh, would come up with something. You know, I would say sell you cows, and and uh, yeah. you would sell someone else oranges. Uh, but uh, yeah, usually that uh, that is covered. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, they, if people want to hide money with with crypto, yeah, then yeah, then they are going to change. Well, I wonder. I wonder if. Um, if people that pay taxes, they, they make they make a profit, they pay their taxes, and then they put it in crypto to just keep people's hands off of them, maybe even safer than the banks someday, maybe? Yeah, that's for sure. There, there There's a lot of people who, uh, yeah, one of the main attractions of, of crypto, that it's an asset which is not someone else's liability. Right. So if you own a crypto, you own it, uh, and it's not on uh, on the balance sheet of someone, uh, yeah, who could uh, gamble it away. For example, what has happened we saw in two thousand eight, uh, and right. still going on all right. banks. Yeah, and, and the crypto. If you own your crypto, you own it. Uh, it's the same like owning a gold coin somewhere. Uh, yeah, in the place that you own it, right? And I, I th- so is the main attraction for people like you on the move and, and other entrepreneurs that they, they can go anywhere in the world and as long as they have access to the internet, they have access to their money, right? That's it? Yeah, yeah, that is one, one part. And in, in, in addition, it's also, uh, yeah, f- f- for me to, to be able at one point to, be, to transact with everybody I want, uh, wherever they are in the world, without needing to go to banks. Now, for people who live uh, in the US, the banking system works pretty well. And uh, it's quite easy to transact. The prices are cheap. It's quick. But once you start to, uh, yeah, go abroad and do business internationally, money just, uh, yeah, I've had so many weird stories. Just money just disappear, or you get like sixty uh, percent of of your uh, payment is lost in fees, or suddenly some uh, correspondent bank starts asking for documentation. Right. So it's a lot of hassle uh, to access the financial system. One, one of the problems is, for example, that uh, certain currencies, they aren't necessarily tied to, uh, to the US dollar network. So you need to have a correspondent bank in between. So yeah, within one transaction, there's three banks needed and all three of them, they're monitoring your transactions and yeah. Uh, yeah, potentially you could ask questions about it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's become very, very difficult. So for me, that is the main uh, attraction to it. Right. So so say say if Patrick had um, hundred thousand dollars in in Bitcoin, and I moved to I don't know Belize or something, would would 
how would I get that in? Would I have to get that into dollars or into the Belize currency? How does that work? Um, yeah, that depends on what you want to do with it, right? I mean, if you move to Belize uh, with a with hundred thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin, you have Bitcoin, so you just move to Belize, and then you have the same amount of Bitcoin when you are in Belize, right? Um, how do you how do you then move that from so from Bitcoin into? Do you have to go to dollars first and then buy Belize currency if you wanted that? Is that how that works? Dollars to the uh, to the local no, yeah. currency. Well, if you want to use it in Belize, you might, yeah, you might have to change it to Belize currency or whatever. Or if they accept, uh, yeah, uh, bitcoins, then you don't have to transact a- at all. Uh, yeah, if you, lo- I don't know if you know this, but in um, uh, El Salvador, they made it legal tender. So yes, let's sir. say you you have you have a hundred thousand dollars worth of bitcoin, right? and you can uh, you move to uh, El Salvador, and you can just buy a house with it. Hmm. So there is no transaction. So it's a, tr- a truly uh, world currency. So the, the bit everywhere, obviously, you have different exchange rates to the cur- local currencies. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if you have a hundred thousand currency uh, bitcoin, it's the same everywhere. So so that's what central banks don't really like. The idea that it's becoming the world's reserve currency. Obviously, the people that own Dollar Inc., they're not happy with that, right? No. <laughs> no, it doesn't seem they're very happy with it. Um, yeah, it's definitely a, uh, a threat to, uh, to the, to the uh, financial system, or at least the financial power structures, that they're, uh, how they are today. Yeah. And... Uh, and this is also why people, uh, yeah, some people like it also. Right? Yeah, uh, on the other it, it, is a, it is a currency. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it, there's a, it is a currency that people really, it's, uh, it's not created by, uh, by central banks and it's not controlled and uh, people can use it. The only reason, the only thing now is it's still a volatile price, but yeah, it, if the use uh, increases, the volatility will decrease at one point. Yeah. And uh, the less volatile it is, the more interesting it becomes as a medium of exchange. Yes, sir. And, and uh, we're talking with Wesley Dice and his uh, website. You can check him out. is DecentralizedLegalSystem.com. And he studies this and helps people to navigate their way. Are more and more companies investing in it, like Tesla or Amazon and Apple? They, they must be in on this, right? Uh, there's a couple of them that are uh, that are invested, but because it's still not as regulated as uh, as other asset classes, not all companies are investing in it. It's usually the technical companies. Uh, yeah, Tesla did invest some in Bitcoin. There was another uh, a guy called Michael Saylor, who uh, yeah who was quite famous in the, for investing a lot of money in in Bitcoin. But it's definitely not uh, yeah for for general listed companies, they're not really invested in Bitcoin, but that might change um, once more regulations are passed. Uh-huh. What do you make about uh, China? What was it, just last week? They, and this is this is not the first time they've said this, but they said again, well, it's illegal, right, to use Bitcoin or to use cryptos, but nobody cares. They're still buying it, right? I mean, do they just say this to try to, you know, scare people, or what are they doing? Um... 
It seemed to me that that they are pretty serious in trying to uh, curb the, the idea of crypto. They themselves want to la- launch a central bank uh, right. cryptocurrency, right? Uh, and obviously, Bitcoin is a uh, yeah is a alternative that they don't control. So that's uh, yeah, that's uh, I guess that's why the reason why they want to ban it. Um, so this idea of a central bank um, digital currency. It's coming, right? The Fed coin, probably the ECB is going to do it. China is going to do it. I mean, this will be a way where they can increase the money supply even easier than they're doing now, right? Um, I mean, it could be. Yeah, it is. So, uh, go ahead. Yeah, no, it is. It, it, this is true. Yeah, the, uh, there's current legislation that has been introduced in Congress that actually uh, authorizes the Fed to, uh, yeah, to issue uh, a, a central bank digital currency and to uh, yeah, create, distribute, and record all transactions. That's what, wow. uh, what it says. And um, yeah, well, what it then does, uh, yeah, the, the distribution of central bank, bank digital currencies directly to the market, that is an authority the Federal Reserve currently doesn't have. Right, right. So, so right now... Right now, the Treasury, our Treasury borrows money from the Fed. Fed creates the money on a computer. This is a great deal the Fed has. I, I, I want to do that when I grow up, my next, next lifetime. You create the money on a computer. You lend it to we, the people, right? This is how it works. Uh, and um, yeah, that, yeah, that's true. But, but currently, they have to draw it to, um, to, the the, Treasury. to the financial system. Uh, yeah, exactly. But but the actual money created creation happens indirectly through uh, the, uh, to the banks. Right. So yeah, every time you sign a loan, uh, yeah, then the money they create is created, the money. Right? right. I understand. So I now the, 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 what happens now? Go ahead. Yeah. Well, what happens now could happen now is that they're going to create it directly, and there's even talk of uh, us having accounts with the Fed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So instead of having with a bank, you have it directly with the, with the Fed, and uh, yeah, then they can deposit the money in there, and uh, obviously also see everything that's going on there. Uh, well, so I, I I can't understand. Wow, I guess I could understand, but so this would bypass the Treasury all the way, right? This would be, and we know that the Fed is owned by the banks, right? The, the, the main banks own the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, right? The the mother load, the the belly of the beast, this would be the Fed bypassing Treasury, boom. Yeah, well, it, what it says, it says uh, a uh, ledger-based, uh, distributed ledger-based currency. So, uh, yeah, and, and distribution directly by the Fed. I mean, it is not passed into law yet, but that is what, it's, uh, what it potentially could do. And uh, I, yeah, if they get uh, the laws passed, yeah, I don't see why that, that would not do it. Um, the wow. problem is a little bit, we don't know yet how it's going to turn out because te- the technology is not there yet. Uh, so it remains a little bit to see, but yeah, we, we, we do have uh, articles uh, yeah, that sort of give an indication. There was, for example, an article posted by uh, the, the uh, the bank, uh, Central Bank of England, and they said, yeah, we, we might uh, create money that we can uh, determine uh, how you can spend it or not. And uh, that's a little bit comparable to, uh, for example, you have with food stamps, right? You can only spend it on certain things. Right, um, right. So it's really, 
yeah, it's really strange how how that's come to play out. That, that appears to be their their model, Wesley, that they want to control everything through the through the phone, right? And give you give you Fed coins when you need them, or if you're being good, you know, this whole social credit score maybe even tied into vaccines. I mean, who knows, right? Uh, many people conjecture that this whole vaccine passport thing is tied in to this as well. This would be pretty dystopian kind of control by the federals, by the central banks, wouldn't it? I mean, this would not be good for we the people of any country, would it? Well, uh, not to, according to my opinion, at least. <laughs> um, because it, it expands the level of transparency and also, yeah, the, the thing is, um, in the Netherlands, already a couple of uh, journalists have been uh, placed on a terrorist list, and then yeah, the banks and uh, yeah, cancel their accounts. Yeah. Same as what's happening with, with things on YouTube and things like that. So, yeah, it's not just a a tool to uh, to, uh, to monitor things or to prevent crime, but it also has teach um, and yeah, that uh, yeah. I wonder how the is always from. Yeah, and I wonder. I wonder how the Fed coin and the dollar could coexist together. Uh, yeah, that's another question. Um, yeah, but what they now, the way they phrase it, at least in that uh, in that uh, in that bill, was that it, it's uh, it's being issued in addition. So you would have yeah, but that would mean you have the current way uh, of the, of creating dollars, and obviously your your. Uh, your Federal Reserve notes, mm-hmm. and then in, in addition, for example, for people who are on welfare, they get paid in Fed coins, for example. Uh, but yeah, it's a little bit uh, yeah uh, difficult to think how it all plays out because yeah, the technology is not there yet. Well, I mean, wasn't don't they? There, the uh, the digital platform like of a Bitcoin is there. I mean, certainly the government or the Fed, and they have the the resources to do that. I mean, they've probably been working on it for a long time, haven't they? Uh, well, the, the, if you look at, for example, Bitcoin, it's a very unique, uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's sort of like the opposite of what a central bank digital currency would be. Okay. Because it's totally out of the control of one central authority. Ah. And uh, that's what makes Bitcoin interesting. But yeah, the central bank... Uh, uh, people would obviously want some sort of control over issues of money. And uh, so that's another question in terms of technology. It's going to be very difficult for them to c- come up with something that really works. Because if they have a, have a coin that they can centrally control, that means that there is also a mass- massive security risk. It's going to be a very different uh, beast than, for example, Bitcoin. Um, so, yeah, I'm very curious to see what they uh, come up with. In general, do you think these... Uh these central bank coins like China, Europe, and the United States, uh, can you conjecture months, years away? Um, if you had to guess, I know you can't predict the future. Not many years away. Many years. Yeah, because the thing is, uh, governments and central banks, they're generally not hiding what they're doing. It's it's written in, in publications. Right. It's just that nobody looks at it. Looks at them, yeah. um, but these kind of technologies, yeah, you have to introduce it very carefully because, yeah, if you mess it up, uh, yeah, that's that's sort of like the the fate that 
people have in product. Um, and obviously, there are very good products now out there with Bitcoin uh, and other uh, coins. Yeah, and if they launch something which has flaws or has security risks, then uh, yeah, then obviously that's uh, it's going to be everybody's going to run for the exit. So uh, so that's definitely uh, yeah, I, I think that's going to be uh, a while for it's being introduced. In general, for our listeners, Wesley, do you think that? It's gonna. It's important for them to begin to understand these cryptos, whether it be Bitcoin, Ethereum, or some of the other ones, and and get some. I know you can't do financial advice, but just to get on board a little bit and just just to get involved. Do you think it's a good idea? Well, I would uh, would for them to try to. Uh, I would suggest for them to to look into it, what what it can and cannot do, and why it is why it is interesting, uh, because there is going to be a, a digital currency in the future, and uh, it's not going to go away. And it's better to to be informed about it rather than just at one point figuring something uh, out and and being taken advantage of, right? Because uh, yeah, a lot of people will will at one point just use a perhaps a centralized coin. And they assume it's the same thing, but Bitcoin is a very different product than a digital dollar, right? And it has uh, some specific benefits. Yeah, one one of the one of the big selling points has been since the beginning, even back uh, when I first heard about it in two thousand and eight. Well, I think about that quarter, but I just got to stop thinking about that. Anyway, um, is is that there's only going to be how many? Is it twenty million or twenty one million? Twenty one million. Now, do you think that's pretty yeah. in, in, in concrete and in stone? That's that that's never going to change. It's pretty pretty certain that it's not going to change. The thing with with uh, Bitcoin is that the protocol does allow for uh, uh, changes to be made, but yeah, just, those changes need to be supported by the network, and it's in nobody's interest to. Uh, to have more coins than twenty-one, so I, I would pretty much say that it's a that the, the chances for of that ha- ever happening is uh, around about zero. Well, zero. I mean, would it take like? Can you conjecture how many people it would take to say, okay, well, let's do twenty-five million? Would it take a lot of people to agree to that? Uh, that is a good question. I don't know the exact number. It's it's more in terms of percentages, but uh, uh, yeah, there there. I guess the only re- way for them to really do it is to start their own and uh, make it 25 billion because uh, the, the, the Bitcoin network is not going to accept that. They're not, not going to do it. Because no. these people are, are no. folks like you who thought about freedom and thought about the value, and I'm sure they all own Bitcoin, right? Why would they want to increase? Uh, it's just like the dollar. When you increase the money supply, you lower the value of every dollar. I mean, it's just the way it works, right? You increase the money supply, yeah. the value of the dollar goes down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, why would anybody in a Bitcoin network would support a uh, change that would devalue their own currency? And that's what's what's so interesting about Bitcoin. It's a very different product than than the U.S. dollar that always get, it gets increased. And uh, yeah, Bitcoin also increases because we are not not yet at twenty one million. Uh, so we're slowly getting there. And uh, how many yeah. are out there now? Do you know how many are out there? Uh, I think it's about eighteen million, but yeah, you don't have to pin uh, pin me down on it. Eighteen, eighteen. Yeah. 
80 or 90. I, I don't know the exact, uh, but yeah, it should be wow. easy to figure it, figure it out. So when they reach the, the, uh, the, the 21 million, could we then see Bitcoin even ratchet up higher and higher because they would become harder to get? Yeah, they become harder to get. It's a, it's a sort of like, um, how do you call it? Uh, deflationary currency. Yes. So, uh, yeah, compared to everything else in the world, uh, yeah, then especially compared to dollars, there's only so many Bitcoins to go around and the dollars increase. So, yeah, it, it's logical for if Bitcoin continues to exist and there's no reason for that, for it not to uh to keep existing, just to keep uh, increasing in the value in terms of uh, dollars. So, I mean, there's no reason to think, I mean, five years from now or 10 years from now, I mean, Bitcoin could be a million dollars each, couldn't it? I know. Yeah, it could be, but uh, 10 years from now, uh, a cup of coffee could also be a million dollars. Of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Because they're not going to stop uh, creating dollars because that's all they got to do. I mean, what else are they going to do except create more dollars, right? They're not going to change. Yeah, it seems uh, we are in uh, yeah, one direction, and that's uh, <laughs> inflationary in the long term. Yeah, yeah inflation's really uh, ramping up here. I don't know how what you see there, but food and housing and you know everything, and the Fed is creating lots of dollars. You know, buying mortgage-backed securities, as you know, um, uh, all of these big programs that Biden administration are putting out, two trillion, one trillion. It's pretty much the Fed will buy pretty much all of these bonds, probably most of them. Mm -hmm. um, so you know, the money supply—we don't even know what it is. We used to be able to see M1, M2, M3. You know, years ago when I studied this stuff. They don't even put those charts out. I don't know if you know, but they, they stopped putting the charts out. Yeah, just, we don't even know. You know. There's no way. There could be $40 trillion out there. Yeah, true. And, uh, and for example, people like ourselves uh, out doing business outside of uh, the U.S. also use dollars. And uh, that, uh, yeah. those numbers are also not cal uh, calculated or accounted for. So, yeah, nobody really knows how many dollars there are. Uh, here's an email from uh, Jeffrey, wants to know, did you guess think that more countries like El Salvador are going to make it the, uh, um, what do they call it, legal tender? Is that what they did, legal tender? Legal do you, tender. you think other countries are going to do it? Uh, I think they will, because there is a couple of countries that are already uh, discussing this. Um, so it's a bit uh, difficult to see if they will actually pull through, but uh, I think there will be other countries uh, that do it as well. Um, and what countries are, are, are looking at it? What countries are looking at it now? Uh, well, it, 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 these are just, let, let's say, official commenting, but I've read uh, reports from uh, Panama, Brazil, Argentina, and uh, Ukraine. But I mean, yeah, this is just some guy just in the government rumors, saying, right? yeah. Uh, yeah. just rumors. So, uh, yeah, especially a big country such as Brazil, I don't, I don't, I don't see it uh, happen quickly, but... Uh, yeah, who knows? I wonder. I wonder if Putin had, would have an advantage or a motivation to do that. Uh, I know that he's been getting out of more dollars and using using more of his own rubles, but he's pretty much a renegade. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if he would do it. 
Yeah, that will be an interesting story. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're very dependent on their uh, sale of resources. So uh, yeah, as of now, they uh, that is not that is not happening in Bitcoin. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's a, that's a very different story from uh, from uh, El Salvador. I would say a country like uh, Russia or China would would prefer moving to a gold-backed uh, coin than uh, than uh, Bitcoin. But there's not really enough gold to do that is there i mean unless you did a fraction of it like a like a blockchain kind of point zero 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 three ounces of gold or something i mean they, they just don't have enough gold to do it. i mean we don't have enough gold here in this country i mean gold would be like a hundred thousand dollars an ounce to back the dollar by gold right yeah for sure but i mean it's the same with with bitcoin um yeah, there's only 21 million. That's not enough for to to have every for everybody to uh, to have a Bitcoin. Right. right. So uh, yeah, you, you just use fractions, and the Bitcoin network, for example, already uh, you can use I think it's one hundred thousand of a of a. Uh, well, I have, to, I have to double check that, but you can use a very small fraction of of Bitcoin. So in Bitcoin, you can go out and, uh, how many zeros to get? How many can you get? Like point yeah, zero zero. I, I could look it up. Just one. It's called a. Yeah, I think at least at least six, and it's called a satoshi. Satoshi. Uh, so you go point zero 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 one bitcoins or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you can, but you change that. Uh, yeah, just it, it calculates actually in satoshi. So uh, yeah, that could that could be the standard at one point. Yeah. So the idea of a bitcoin. Yeah, that's, uh, Here's a good question. This is from Leslie. So what happens if I own Bitcoins in my wallet and they take down the internet? Whoever they are. Um, yeah, so yeah, the Bitcoin, not, nothing changes because nothing has changed to the network. Now, if you uh, if the if the internet never goes on again, <laughs> You're done. this is, of course, highly unlikely You'll never be able to, to access it. But uh, yeah, I've been in places where... Uh, where electricity has been very choppy, but uh, uh, yeah, then it's uh, yeah. The moment you are you are online again, you can access your Bitcoin. I see. Uh, there will always be people in other countries just securing the network. So, uh, so yeah, hypothetically, see, uh, yeah, hypothetically, these people get really crazy and just want to close down the internet and make it Mad Max or whatever they want to do, uh, and you had it in your wallet. And it takes two years or something to get back up. You still got your Bitcoin, right? Yeah, exactly. So nothing changed. I mean, nobody can take your Bitcoin without your uh, private key. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but you will not be in such a situation. You will not be able to uh, to access uh, the coins, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And as you say, I mean, I don't think there'd be any. No matter how crazy some of these uh, people are, whoever they are, I, I, can't, I can't imagine uh, any upside for them. To, to shut down the internet, would it be? I mean, the whole thing would just explode. You know, what's the point? You know, what's the point? Well, shutting off the internet, uh, yeah, I, I don't really see who, who would benefit from that, uh, especially right. at governments themselves because they use the internet as uh, as well. So, uh, sure. yeah. There's I power, that, uh, yeah. mm. power grids, military, so many things are tied in with the internet. I don't. I don't know how. Why would they do it? 
you know. Yeah, but I mean, you, you have a lot of other problems. There. For example, uh, what are you going to eat the next day? <laughs> because that all depends on internet electricity as well. Uh, right. Yeah. If 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 it all goes down, we have far bigger problems than uh, right. than uh, the value of bitcoins. I think. Right. <laughs> you better have a garden or something. You know. Because, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, man. So, do you have any opinions on what's going on? This is this may be out of your your realm of expertise, but what's going on with this whole supply chain thing coming from where you are in Asia? Do you have any theories on what, what's happening here? Uh, yeah, not really anything. I think uh, what you couldn't be reading uh, uh, in articles, in, in general news, uh, say, yeah, I don't see any, I don't know any particular uh, information. Yeah, yeah, well. Well, thanks for for coming on. I think we made it okay after a troubled start. But uh, uh, your, your main place that folks can find your work is decentralizedlegalsystem.com? Yeah, that's what I am on. And that is at decentral-law. I'm sorry, say that one again. Uh, at decentral-law. That is my Twitter handle, and I will be posting... Uh, there in the future. Oh, decentral. Say it again because it, you cut out. Decentral dash law. Decentral dash law. That's your Twitter thing, and you you yeah. do the you do the whole Twitter thing. Well, at least you have your Twitter account. Yeah. They, President Trump doesn't even have his, you know. So you know, you're doing good. <laughs> yeah, for as long as it lasts. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Wesley, for for being here and staying up late in Hong Kong and. We appreciate you coming on the show. It's been interesting. We learned a lot. Thanks a lot for coming on. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. That's Wesley Thice, Patrick Timpone, WenRadioNetwork.com. So the internet was a little choppy, but I think we did okay after a false start because that didn't work too well at the beginning, but we just started the show over again. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break here. Adam Bergstrom is in the green room, and I don't think he's green. He's probably... Let's see, Monday is um, red, right, red Monday day. So if he's anything, he's red. And uh, Adam Bergstrom, Adam, give me about five minutes here. And um, and then, you, well, you can come back on anytime. We're going to start with Adam Bergstrom in about five minutes. So stay right there. Don't move. We're going to have some fun with Adam. Patrick Timponi, uh, may the blessings be. Thanks for your ongoing support. Remember, all of our uh, videos now are on BitChute, and you can see the BitChute uh, uh, ad right there on the front page of One Radio Network. All the audios are there, and uh, I appreciate your support. We have a lot of, I didn't even forgot about some uh, commercials, but that's all right. Um, we have a lot of great products. Get on there and see what you, see what, see what you like.